And we're live. What? And in color. No way. And in stereo. <clears throat> mono stereo. It is mono stereo. Mono. You ever had mono? No. <laughs> I don't think I have either. It's the kissing disease. Yeah, I didn't kiss in high school, so no. No, I just <laughs> fucked. If you no, hit him with a brick from behind, you're not kissing happen. at that point, you know. No, no. When you when you uh, chase him down the hallway and then uh, gut him at the at the uh, back of the uh, theater, and then they try to put you away for murdering five people, you know, they put you away. You didn't kiss in prison, condition. huh? You didn't. You didn't kiss any doctors in the institution. No, 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 no. Oh. Just to... sex. Just pure fucking. <laughs> just no kissing. No time Unloving kissing. sex. It was just horrible, horrible butt sex. My name is referenced to the next show we're doing. I'm not changing it. It's the Valley I'm Griffin. Like, yeah, totally Valley Phoenix West, yeah. I'm sure. Come on now. Yeah, everybody. I'm sure. Right. Like, whatever. Government mandated intro. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of a weekly podcast sanctioned by the government of Wonderland. Swear words of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the podcast. All other swear words are restricted. Wonderland officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the podcast and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren... Any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for one continuous hour. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until the podcast concludes. Blessed be our Wonderland leaders in America, a nation reborn. LIW Anthology Series Review is now in effect. Hello, citizens. Welcome to that show, episode 69. Uh, 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 inside number nine, 506 The Stakeout. This, yes. oh, oh, before we spoil anything, watch this episode. If you haven't seen it, stop this, go watch it. We're going to spoil it for you. Because Stakeout. I, uh, uh, I don't know how many we've done of this now. I'm, I'm curious, probably for five. Like four or five episodes. We did Quiet episodes. Night In, The Har- yeah. Harrowing, Seance Time, Riddle of the Sphinx, Deadline, and now this. So six, yeah. Yeah. Good guess. All right. Um, this one, yeah. I like this one a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's better than the last like three we've done. Um, I think they're all on par. I like. I, I think um, they're all good. The, I think it's better than the Seance one. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think they take turns? Like, who gets killed at the end of the episode? <laughs> feels like they, it. They kind of go back and forth. Or they both get killed sometimes. Well, in the first episode we watched, The Harrowing, it's uh, Steve Pemberton's dead. He's the monster, right? I don't know. And R- Reese Shearsmith was the, like, butler or something. He was like the guy who was the brother taking care of him because yeah. he's a monster. And his sister was with him, too. In Deadline, the live episode, I think they both they died. They both died. Yeah, they both died in that one. In Riddle of the Sphinx, be, yeah. Um, 
they both no, just Steve dies. No, just Steve died. Yeah, he sh- he shoots himself. Oh, Reese Reese dies. Yeah, he shoots himself in the head. Yeah, Reese dies. Um, or off screen. Seance time. I don't think either one of them uh, die. Nobody dies, but he goes insane. Yeah, a quiet night but, in. Uh, they both die. Yes, they both die. Yeah, a quiet night in is still my favorite one. Oh yeah, that one's really strong. I, I don't know if they're gonna top that one. That one was that just one, so fucking solid. Good. Yeah. That was only the second episode of the series, too. Yeah, it's, it was a very good episode. Very well done. And that's going to be yeah, tough to top. But it's so far, I've, I've loved every single episode. Like, I don't not like any yeah. of the episodes. Well, they're all entertaining. They're all well-written. They're all well-acted. I love these guys so much. These they're guys, so good at what they do. It's so, so fucking talented. So ridiculous. Yeah. They it's do it in like, a way where... you, you Brit. I, it's always good when I'm not quite sure where they're going with it. And yeah. to be honest, Vampire was not on my mind during this at all. Well, until I think, I think the giveaway, of course, I, I think you always have to pay attention to the title. Because yeah. the title gives away what it's really about. And thus stake out the stake, you know, the stake in the heart for a vampire or whatever. It's just like, I'm sure that's, they were playing that word game. Oh. Stake out. What, what is a stake out? Well, okay, so like, it, well, if... A cult was a vampire. You got a stake out, but then he kills him because his other partner was bitten by a vampire before. You're like, oh, I like it. Brilliant. Bloody brilliant. Bloody brilliant, eh? Uh, long live. Just something. God new. save the queen, all right? Yeah. I'm Johnny Rotten. So when I say, like, seance time wasn't good. Uh, by that, I don't mean it wasn't good. It was just, it was just not as the heights yeah. that the other. It's like yeah. comparing. It's, a, it's an embarrassment of riches with this show. Yeah, yeah, like, it it's still better. Sam's Time was still better than almost every other episode we've done on this show. It's better than every Night Gallery episode, I'll give you that. Yes. Yes. It, it was not better than Lee Martin's The Midnight Hour. No, nothing's better than that. And I'm curious because I, I got a, a dislike on that episode from last <gasps> week. And I'm curious what? if it was Lee Martin himself. Well, I don't think he understands what we're trying to do for his show. He did respond to me. Should I show that? Oh my God! Did he really? Yeah, I sent I sent the message. Yeah, I, I saw him. I, I remember that. Um, this is just a follow up from last week, and then we'll get into the episode and the specifics. Uh, thank you for responding. Oh, he. I wrote. Um, let's find the picture here. Eventually, I'll find it. Okay. I mean, he's the antithesis to this to these guys. Yes. Yes. I said, if you remember correctly, I said, we need to have these on DVD or some alternative. How do we get this done? You taught me out of saying, how do we accomplish this miraculous feat or something like that? He wrote, hi, Phoenix. I agree. We tried to do this a couple of times in the past, but something always freezes the deal. It's really hard to get DVD deals these days. It's not. You can do it yourself. Um, They just seem to want the big franchises or older titles. I'll forward your email to our distributor and see if that rattles their cages a bit. Thanks for watching. Super nice. Yeah, that's nice. Again, nothing about the man himself. Let's rattle those cages and get that fucking show on DVD. It's or just burn them and send them to us. And we'll give you fifty bucks. If I was hard on that guy last week, it, it was out of love because the man. Oh, yeah, we yeah, we yeah. said I, I said I don't begrudge the man. He made like he's made seven seasons of the yeah. show he wants to do. That's oh, fucking yeah, great. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not like making fun of the dude all the way. No. I just think he has no. a little Neil Breen quality to him. A little Which bit, is a little bit. charming, honestly. So, so charming. if he took offense to anything we said, maybe take some of that to heart. Maybe, maybe oh, we got a comment. We're already. willing to give you money for your show. Uh, Frank's going to comment but not be here. Great. 
Hi, Frank. You better be ready for Valley Girl. You better be watching it right hey, now. Hey, you two sexy bitches. We're getting the Valley Girl in about half an hour, so fucking uh, hurry up. Like, totally, whatever. <clears throat> before we get into the actual plot, you, you started talking off, uh, off screen before we started recording, and I was like, hold off, hold off. What exactly did you bring up? I'm trying to remember. I don't know. <sighs> Me either. <laughs> what, about what? About the show? About the show, about yeah. About Inside Number 9. We started. Uh, see, this is I what I, I think I said. Uh, it's probably title. It's something to do with the title, or they play on words or something. Yeah, I think that might sure, have been I'm it. I'm pretty sure I said it because they're all, they're all, they all play with the idea. Because even in this one, they played that game, the, the game, the word game they play. Oh to, yeah, to sort of throw off the tropes of fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, I'm a cop. Unfortunately, I have a partner that lost his life. Fortunately, I'm the one that killed that partner. Unfortunately, I'm going to be the next victim of this of your uh, your dead your dead um, my dead partner. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm already dead. I'm going to enjoy eating you because you're dead. You know, it's like this back and forth. And it, it makes sense. But he looks like the guy from um, he looks like uh, the guy from uh, Always Sunny in this picture. The the uh, and he was in Zodiac right above you. Yeah. Oh, Dennis. This, uh, yeah. Really. He, he he looks like just for that for that picture. He looks like him. That 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 image. The last time I saw that face was July fourth, nineteen sixty nine. He kind of looks like that guy. Hmm. I can't I can't remember his name though. He was in Westworld. He's in. Oh, Zodiac. I was He's like in... I was trying I was trying to think. You're talking about you're talking about Jimmy Simpson. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, Jimmy yeah. Simpson's in fucking a lot. He's in a lot, and of he's stuff, great man. in everything. He's good. I think he's even in uh, the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Yes, he is. Unfortunately, that movie sucks. A but dick. he he's still good in it. Yeah. Well, you want to compare? Here we go. A vampire movie, which I couldn't stand sitting through, compared to this, which was so enjoyable that I'd rather watch this seventeen more times than ever watch. Uh, that piece of shit ever again. Sorry, which one? I was talking to Frank. Um, the um, um, uh, Vampire Hunter. Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, yeah. Hunter or well, that's also... Uh, Fucking <clears throat> worst movie I've ever seen. It is apropos, because this... Turns out this episode is a vampire episode. It is a vampire episode. I did about halfway through, maybe a little more than halfway through, is when I kind of started to make my my assumptions. Because after he, eventually he goes on and they do a shootout thing we don't see. And then he comes back to the cemetery the next night. And I was like, one of them's not really a cop. I was thinking it was going to be a, a Steve Pemberton, actually. But it was, turns out it was Reese. Right. And I was wrong. But I was like, one of them's not a cop. I'm starting to get a oh, vibe. Yeah. like Because it's like when I always know a character's imaginary, it's because we don't see those people. We didn't see these two cops in a cop station. We didn't see them talking to someone else, to another cop. You know what I mean? They're not tied to the real world, so therefore one of them probably isn't a cop. Right. And And that's why he said when he called for backup, he went and went by himself because he knew that if backup came, he'd be a fraud. They'd find him out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I do have on IMDb, it does say a couple. There's only two things. Uh, in this episode, the rabbit appears in, as an advert in a newspaper next to the main headline. I'm curious about this rabbit thing. Well, it must be a, a Is motif. it an ongoing thing with the episodes? Chase the white rabbit, Neo. Yeah. 
the next one is actually uh, under the spoilers p part. So clues to Reese, Reese Shearsmith's character include I was dead to the world, long, long in the tooth, mm. he hates the smell of curry, and most obviously oh, okay. when they're driving to that to their actual job, he tells the car to go the long way around rather than go over a bridge, going over the bridge over the water. Okay. Which I've never, I've heard it before, but it's, we don't That's do like that. old, va yeah. old vampire They can't mythology. cross running water? Yeah, what? I've heard that before. Yeah, it, You can't cross, yeah, rivers or streams or whatever. I've heard it, but I've never seen yeah. it put in practice. No, I think everyone forgets that one. He also, this one I found interesting, the last one. He also has to be invited into the car twice because he cannot enter where he hasn't been invited. Oh, that's right. Because so the he's intro, got the coffee. he's knocking he's got and the he's coffee, and he okay, oh, can't open yeah. the door with my coffee. Yeah. The second time though, I'm thinking it's the he, intro when he knocks and he's like, "Come yeah and then he knocks again. Oh, because he, he allow he allows him to come in, so yeah. he can come in the second time. The first time he doesn't really say anything, and the second time, yeah. No. So he knocks again. He's like, "Yeah, what do you?" I forget what he says in the beginning. But yeah, that, that explains everything. I will say this. Great. When it gets to the end and he's a vampire, cool. Why was he showing up day after day in a policeman's uniform to fuck with this guy? I don't understand what that, though. Well, I mean, he's got to get creative and getting his meals in. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's well, whatever. It's fun. Like, I get it within the, within the context of that episode, it would work, but outside of that episode, it probably would just fall apart. This couldn't be a movie. Because it would be too, you'd have. Yeah. I guess that's the, the nice things about being a anthology uh, show, a show, a, a seg, like a you know, a, a segmented show. You can do that, get away with it a little bit more. And a, a nice thing about only doing six episodes a year is they're well written. Yeah. They're not rushing out. They're not pumping time. out episodes. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, let's have an actual good episode. Let's do a bottle episode. <clears throat> where we're trapped on the Enterprise bridge for most of the episode. We haven't done season four or season six yet because it just came wow, out. Wow, really? So we've done two from one, one from two, one from three, none from four, two from five. Wow. But five was, the first one was Deadline, which is technically not an episode. It's like 500, you know, and uh. nothing from six. Although next episode we do is also season five. Wow. It's called The Referee, Referee is a... W asterisk 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 er. So it's either wanker or wiener. I don't know which. And maybe wanker. It maybe that's the point of the episode. Is they? It's wanker. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking they say both, so they had fun with the title because you can't really it's say it out loud. Wiener. The the referees are were. I have to say it like that. Oh, it's not werewolf, is it? No. <laughs> I would be I would be surprised. Don't put it past these guys. Oh. It could be winner. Oh, maybe the referee's a fighter. Referee's a winner. It it's a, a soccer. It's a soccer story. I know that. Oh, okay. Ref referee's a wanker. Oh, because that's what they would call him. A hooligan would call him a wanker. Probably. Yeah, but I'm guessing with them it means something else, and they thought it. Of course, it. yeah. It's yeah. gonna be double launch. It's gonna be a triple entendre. It's like the, the Sphinx episode. You got layers of. A description, and then you, you go play with it. Like there's an adjective that turns into a verb. What? The problem is now we have three shows we want to do all the time. I know. And I'm thinking we drop Creep Show for a bit. That's fine. Because Adam was the big was adamant, <laughs> pardon the uh -huh. pun, about that show. Um, 
he's dead. So. So no longer applies. Yeah. Well, I, I like Creep Show. It's just like, it's not. Yeah. It's okay. Next week, we're doing a Creep Show episode. It's that. Uh, right, that's fine. The episode yeah. I told you about the right, the right snuff. Okay. Starring yeah, oh, everyone's yeah, yeah, favorite yeah, actor, yeah. Um, Brecken Meyer. Oh, yeah. Very good. I like Brecken Meyer. Yeah. Um, whatever, Frank. Which one, though? It's free. Did you get two or did you get three? He doesn't have cable. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. I, I, I watched it on my stick. Yeah. I watched it on Glorious DVD. Wow, look at that. All right. Um, like, you know, whatever. So the main plot of the episode is really just a... A, a red hair. Steve Pepperton is showing up at this graveyard. Frank's still talking. I was going to ignore him. Showing up at a graveyard. Um, Frank Stallone. Oh, the episode starts off with Steve Pemberton. No, sorry, with Reese Shearsmith talking, and he goes talking about cliches, and he's like, "I'm the cliche of the rookie, you know, the the new partner," and he's like, "I'm dead," and that's how it starts. And then it cuts to them in the graveyard. And he's like, "Why are we here?" He's like, "Someone's vandalizing them, the, the graveyards, the graves," and uh, it reveals over the course of the episode that this guy's partner died. He's trying to solve who did it. He thinks whoever did it is the one that vandalized the grave. Um, and that's really it. It really is a very simple story. And I think that's why they're so good is because they keep it really simple. And they it's like they want to keep it as simple as possible while still having a twist that catches you off guard. And <clears throat> They always put it in those red herrings. Yeah. It's like there's always like, oh, there's a secret deal going on. So maybe he's a dirty cop and he killed his, his partner because he found out. But then it's completely the, the total reversal. He's a vampire. Yeah. And he's a he's a member of the undead now. Well, it, he's going to eat the cop. Maybe the reason I like this as much as the harrowing is because it reminded me of that episode. Remember that? Where mm. the, the new maid or wherever she is comes and she's cleaning the house and it ends up like a fucking monster comes out and <laughs> eats them all. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> so out of nowhere. That was the first no. episode we watched of this. Was it? Yeah. Oh, 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 that's right, because it was the, yeah, it was the monster who, it needs a new body to survive in the next 500 years or something, because if it's released, it'll destroy the world. That's right, that's right, yeah, yeah. I also remember the joke of where she just goes, fuck that, yeah. <laughs> describing what she has to do at the end. And then she said, I would have I would have uh, volunteered for the job, but they said I was too fat. <laughs> it also had the blow-up doll with the dildo on it under the bed. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> that was that episode. No. That was a classy Very affair. Good. And you had the you had the uh, the the um in in uh, uh night out, you had the uh, the tranny or Oh, that was quite night in. That was quite night in, yeah. 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 No. The heroin <laughs> Have the the dummy with the dildo. No, no, that makes more sense. It was quite night yeah. in. It's when he sleeps under the or slips under the bed. The, though, because you say that, now I'm trying to think. Did I remember yeah. that night? Was it with a girl? No, no. Had it, the teenager? Had no, it? that part was definitely a quiet night in. Yeah, that's quite night in. Yeah, another great episode. My favorite. With Dennis episode. Lawson, who was Wedge Antilles in Star Wars. He's the X-wing pilot that destroyed the Death Star. Oh. Two. He helped with one, but he blew up two. Gotcha. Yeah. He's the token survivor of Star Wars. He's and not, they totally wasted him in episode nine, which was so disappointing. He's not Porkins. No, Porkins is a fucking dead pork chop. R.I.P. Porkins. And Porkins was also the uh, uh, detective in Batman. 
89? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Remember, uh, he goes, um, Hey, Eckhart, think about the future. That's Porkins. <laughs> and he kills him again. Joker takes and shoots Porkins. Porkins cannot live through a movie. Nope. And he always looks dirty and greasy. <laughs> He's Sean Bean. Why don't you broadcast it? Shut up and listen. Eckhart brought you a snack. Why don't you broadcast it? Shut up and listen. Why the part about crossing running water? I don't understand. That must be an old, that's an old, old, like, villager tale. Because maybe it was, like, designed to keep people on the other side of the river. Because, like, kids, maybe it was. it's one of those things where if you're walking, like, the path, don't go across the river because the current could take you away and drown. So they just say, always stay on the other side of water because the vampire will eat you if you if you stay across from him. I don't know, maybe. Or maybe, you know, don't cross the river because there might be a pervert on the other side of the <laughs> river. Uh, All the Franks live over there. Don't go over there. <laughs> little girl, come here. Go through the river. It's a creek. It's not very deep. <laughs> oh, you. All the trolls. I'm from the valley. Like, whatever. <laughs> He's got a total hot bod. So if they become a vampire on, on a little piece of land that's surrounded by rivers. They have to stay there. They're done. That's it. They just die. Yeah, that's it. What a... Well, then again, Dracula crossed the river, crossed the ocean because he went. There's a whole chapter. And the ocean's not running water, though. Only yeah, a river is. So is it, but then again, what's what a dumb England, so... specification on the fact that the water yeah. has to be running. I'm going to look that up. I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to get to the bottom of this It's this so mystery. dumb. And That's what the, the internet's for. Well, this is this Even is, the garlic thing's stupid. But that's Raiders 2-0. That's why he hates his, his curry. Running water. I don't want to talk about football. I just got back from the Cardinals game. Cardinals oh, Vikings. Oh, you went to the game and yeah. you watched it? Oh, shit. They let you in? Yeah. Vampire. Okay. It sucked. <laughs> we had a chance to win at the very end and missed a field goal. Okay, here we go. <sighs> so, okay. Vampires are said to be unable to walk on consecrated, consecrated ground such as that of churches, temples, or cross-running water. Why can't they cross running water? Okay, let's find out. Let's in Reddit. <sighs> as if there's a real reason they can't when it's all made up. <laughs> like... Okay. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Oh, you <laughs> motherfucker making me buy Reddit. <clears throat> Fuck you. I see it right here, asshole. Okay. In European folklore, water was seen as a barrier that prevented the crossing of unholy beings. However, running water was generally the strongest in this sense, since running water is much cleaner and less likely to harbor disease. It was con- it was considered holy. Vampires are the polar opposite of this wretched and disease-ridden abominations. The purity of the water repelled them. This is also true of witches in Eastern Europe mythology. It's all to do with somewhat religious view on the natural world. Okay, well, I guess that kind of explains it. So I, I can't even, like, go, oh, your religious beliefs led you astray here, because the fact that you believe in vampires is stupid as shit. So you're fucked to begin with, in my book. Well, I mean, okay, well, so can vampires go in the ocean? They can be weakened by crosses or other religious symbols 
they cannot cross the ocean unless they are in a coffin surrounded by soil from their homeland, which actually Dracula was. He was in a crate and he fed on the guys on the ship throughout the journey and then went back to his. Okay, well, that makes sense then. It's it's like that talk, makes sense. It's like this. Yeah, the fact that you just said it makes sense concerns me a little bit, but I'll, I'll move past it. <laughs> um, Who was the first vampire? Oh, a man named Joe a- Ambrogio, <laughs> Italian-born adventurer who who fate brought it to Delphi in Great Greece. You can read the whole story here. In a nutshell, a series of blessings and curses transformed the young man to a vampire. Okay, great. Whatever. Inside who were f- wow look at inside that. oh that's nine. so cool inside number nine. Oh wow a lot of, oh wow all the all the vampires the, the, the top five earlier vampires their last names is Mikkelsen so Mads Mikkelsen is a vampire huh and Nicholas Cage that's kind of weird yeah he's a vampire he gives a vampire kiss. A B C D E F. G. Have you have you seen that movie? I saw that scene. Okay. I've never watched the movie all the way through. I can't. I'm a do vampire. It. I'm a vampire. I can't. Do it's it. surprisingly it's just... funny in parts. Yeah, it's like very cultish. You know, it's like fun movie, but I don't want to spoil it because we'll get to it eventually. But well, I definitely want to watch um, Xenix Road or whatever that's called. Xenix Road. No, what was the one where uh, he does cocaine on her clit? Oh, that no, he he puts it in oil and fingers her. It's, uh, That's right. Yeah. Do not watch that movie, Zandalay. That movie's Zandalay. Zandalay, Xenix Road. <laughs> and then it's what I'm thinking of is Zizix Road. It was the least. It is the lowest box office movie in history. It made like seventeen thousand dollars. Zizix Road. I think Tom Sizemore's in it. Which explains a lot. Huh. It made the budget of Blair Witch Project. (laughs) That's about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, this show's uh, always good, constantly good. I I feel like, well, we already spoiled it, but I think everybody, I I just wish this show had a bigger audience because I don't know what it is. Maybe it is and we're just not seeing it. Is it like a cult following? I mean, the, the rating on IMDb has 782 people. That's about normal for, for a show. For a TV show? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> yeah, I it, is, it is obviously going to be a niche market just because of, of what it is. But it, it needs to be talked about. It needs to be discussed. There needs to be classes about this show. They need to have... <laughs> yeah. But I guess... The, the, okay, so... It does remind me a lot of Hot Fuzz in the beginning. Yes, it uh, does. But they also stray away from that a lot, obviously. Yeah. But when they're playing games, like you mentioned, the uh, what's what's the game called again? I forgot. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately. For, yeah, fortunately, unfortunately, they play that. They play the uh, I Spy and they last one round. Yeah. <laughs> I Spy I SW. Spy. It's the last round SW steering wheel. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah. And they move on. They... But I don't the chicken chicken uh, masala <clears throat> thing though. I, I guess there's garlic in that. I, I usually it's it's mostly just tomato sauce and and uh, onions really. I, I don't really garlic. I guess what's it called? I, chicken. To... 
tikka masala. I've had it. I've eaten it a lot. I love chicken tikka masala. I just don't remember them ever being garlicky. I guess it is. I guess that makes sense. It would be garlicky, but I don't remember it having um, that. It's oh. spicy, but garlic's not really spicy. That's more or less they, they put um, uh, they put their spices in it, like literally the spices, not not the vegetable. They're not putting um, t- t- uh, jalapenos in it. I'm looking at the options here for, or just one one uh, set of ingredients here, and there is no garlic in that recipe. No. Here's another one off Bon Appetit. Yeah. Bon Appetit. Garlic cloves is the first thing. Yeah. Finely grated garlic cloves. Six of them. Okay. So that's a so lot I- of fucking garlic. I, I okay. Well, I guess it's yeah. I love it. I think it's delicious. I've had it, but it's been a while. I think it's been since I we lived in L.A., and, and that was the oh, last wow. time I had it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the next recipe here: rice, oil, thighs, pepper, onion, tomato, three coves, garlic, minced. So yeah, seems like it's pretty standard in there. But I love the fact that he goes. So he opens it up. Uh, Steve Pemberton opens it up, and Reese is like, "Oh, what is that?" He's like, "Yeah, tikka masala." And he's like, "Oh, put put it away. Come on." He's like, uh, it's been in here a couple days. It, it really lets the flavors out." Yeah, <laughs> like, so gross. <laughs> and he's like, he throws it away later on when when Steve goes to piss, and and uh, or sorry, when no, yeah, when Steve goes to piss, and then he throws it out the window, and he's like, "What do you do with it?" Later on, he's like, "I threw it away." Like why? He's like, you get salmonella. Yeah, he's not wrong. You don't want to eat old chicken tikka masala. It's so gross. But the red, the red herring thing that you mentioned earlier. This is where this show, especially this episode, really escalates because um, Steve is the one who's in control, and he's like, we're wa- we're watching for vandals in the graveyard. My partner's in there. He eventually reveals. He's like, all right, I got to go piss, and he goes to piss, and then Reese gets a call on the radio, and he's like. You know, did you guys find the guy at the, you guys, you guys see him? And he's like, no, I don't see anyone. He's, she, she's like, you're, you're at the warehouse, right? Or something. And he's like, yeah, we are sitting in a graveyard. He just goes along with it. Cause he's going to, you can tell he's going to question him later, but and that's the red herring of like, it starts yeah. getting you thinking down that road. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why are they there? Yeah. They're not supposed to be there. And he's, it's his. He's just there to catch this guy who ever killed his partner. He thinks he's still there. It's a game or something. But yeah, I thought it was going to be more, more, um, more um, uh, crime oriented, where he's going oh, to be no. a dirty cop. But no, they went completely for the supernatural left field. I'm like, holy shit, which is fun. Well, you, you kept I, saying you know, he's he killed his partner. I'm like, no, that's too too easy too for them. Simple. They're gonna. They're gonna come up with something I'm not even thinking of. Yeah. So, well, again, stakeout. Vampires. Again, it, it's a play on words. It's they always have a, yeah a double meaning, and it's just like okay, I get it, I get it. And now we know why he only eats meat once a month. Oh uh, yeah, e- even better. Even so funnier. steak. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. Yes, triple entendre, so, if you will. So, what is your 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 um? Your score for this episode. My score. Oh, I forgot Adam added these. Let's go ahead and I'll show my score on screen. Bam. Yep. Eight out of I ten. Agree. 
Oh. Same, same here. I would say eight out of ten for sure. Yeah, solid fucking episode. Yep. I, I really have no complaints. Um, it's nope. just a really simple story and clever ending. But I wasn't like, whoa! You know what I mean? Like, harrowing, I was like, I was fucking, like, what? But that was our first time watching the show. Yeah. So, unfortunately, this show does have to compete against itself. Yeah. Because it's in a whole different category. And that kind of, you know, had we just watched this episode in the middle of, and this is our first episode watching this, probably give it a 10. Sure, yeah. But I have to rate it against itself at this point. Do you think that we're going to come to that part where the, the weakest episode we're going to be so disappointed we have to give it a seven. I don't know if we can go to seven on this show, can we? I don't, well, I'm just saying, what if it's so bad? What did I... Yeah. You know, I'm pulling up every episode we've done. I think it's always been an eight or a nine. Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Deadline I gave a ten to. I fucking love that episode. That was a live episode. Gave that a ten. Um, Riddle of Sphinx I gave an eight. Yeah. And I put this a little bit above that. Maybe I'll give this a 9. I don't know. Or an 8.5. Yeah, but that means 9 in my book. Stupid. And we get a round. Seance time, I gave a 7. That's the lowest one so far. Oh, so Seance to yourself. Okay, yeah. Harrowing, I, I gave an 8. Uh, Quiet Night in, I gave a 10, obviously. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, that's a big one. And then Stakeout. Should this be a 9? No. It does. Feel I don't like, think, it, be, I don't think it, it should be a nine. It, it feels like an good. eight. It's an eight. It's solid. It's really good. Yeah. But yeah, nine. I, I would say honestly, I think the live version when they had the um, the meta one, I think that might be a nine instead I'd of a ten. A nine. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, that's probably what I should do because that creates some consistency. Because so this is my third favorite episode now. Yeah, I would agree. Because I did like, I really like Deadline. I love how. Yeah. Just oh, Deadline's good. Yeah. Fucking, Deadline's good. They're like, fuck yourselves, audience. <laughs> just, yeah. I love, it's very Monty Python. It's like punk rockish. Not Nick Cage and Valley Girl punk rockish. All right. We're done. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Good episode. Good. Solid. These guys are always great. And I feel like we're just rehashing everything if we keep going. Because we've already talked about, and we've already sucked their dicks and licked their taints enough. Oh, like, yeah. What are we going to keep going? I'm going to go until they just blow gravy all over my face. Just put, um, instead of Larry here, just put Steve and Reese. I want you to fuck me, Larry. There you go. It's a bomb! <laughs> it's a bomb! He's got a bomb! Oh, man. I cut that one off short because this keeps going. Yeah, um, the next episode of this show we're doing, um, like I mentioned, is going to be the referee is a bling 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 winner. I'm gonna say winner just because I don't know what it means yet. Wanka. Um, that'll be end of October, and that's all I have planned for this. Sounds good. And after that, I don't know. Then we'll just have to watch them all. <laughs> But like I said, next week on this show, a Crypt Show 203A, The Right Snuff. The Right Snuff! Yeah. Remember Weird Al's version of that song? The Oreo? The White Stuff. Oh, The White Stuff. Okay, no, I don't remember that. Yeah. 
It was on a Off the Deep End, I think is the name of the album. Oh, okay. It was like his Nirvana one. Same one with the uh, oh, okay. Smells Like Nirvana. So was it like 94? 91 or, or two. It was like real close. Cause it's, was it? Yeah, because he's going off Nirvana. Never mind. So the album well, cover is him in the yeah, pool. Because Craig, then, uh, uh, he killed himself in 94. That's right. Yeah. And then, um, and it was, so it had to be close enough to 91 and close enough to the, to the new kids on the block to kind of make sense. So ninety one. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety one. Yeah. Do you remember that when when he killed Kurt Cobain killed himself? Yeah, I remember Kurt Loder coming on MTV. Because I remember my my aunt was like obsessed with Nirvana and like she was depressed for like a year. Like I remember there was that that sort of like you don't understand, man. Yeah. And now she she's like not like that at all anymore. <laughs> I had a, a, there's a kid who lived across the street. It was 94. Shut the fuck up, Frank. Um, it was 96. I don't think it was 96. Um, no, but, uh, the, the kid across the street for me, there was like a fucked up family. Like they were fucked yeah. up, like super religious plus, and all their kids were fuck ups and weird sexual deviants. Um, one of the kids so pulled a, his dick out on me and my sister in the woods, like in the woods behind my house. So just really, really friendly. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, shake it. Shake my hand. And then the other, but the other kid was like Kurt Cobain Jr. He looked like him and he's tried to you know act like him and he so killed himself. No and he's just like, I, got I remember him just being like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> like, did, he, did he pull a preacher? Did he blow his brains out but live like? Or ass face. Oh, he's got no jaw. Face. Did you ever read Preacher? No. Preacher's fucking good, but it's yeah. so out there. It's it's hilarious. The show I never watched. I love the comic too much. I wasn't going to sully myself with a TV show. Weird Al off the deep. Because Arseface, Arseface is a character that killed him, had tried to kill himself like Kurt Cobain, but he, did, he lived, so he's all deformed. Fun. Weird Al's version. We're gonna get copyright on the that. White stuff. That's on plane. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's about uh, an Oreo. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> All was, right, let's. That was the first Weird Al one I had. Let's uh, get out of here before Weird Al sues us. All right, Weird Al's real litigious. He's a real he dick in real is. life. He is. He knows. He comes off like a sweetheart, and he's like, <laughs> "Don't play my stuff, man. Get the fuck." He doesn't swear in real life. Do, do you think I became a millionaire because I let everyone use my stuff for free? Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. And then he gets shot in the head. It's in all three Naked Gun movies. All three of them. Yeah. Me, Leslie Nielsen, and the murderer. That's it. Oh, I think uh, What's-His-Name was in all three, too. Um, O.J. Simpson. No, I, that's the murderer, believe it or oh. not. Oh. Um, who's, who's Leslie Nielsen's... Boss. Um, oh, 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 George Kennedy. George Kennedy. Thank you. I was blanking. Yeah. And the the Queen, uh, uh, Elvis's wife. She's in all three. Priscilla Presley. I don't think she's in the yeah. first. Or the, is she in yeah, all three? She's, a, she's in all three. Damn. She's yeah, I three. think you're right. Yeah. What else was she gonna do? She wasn't working. She's pumping out offspring that marry Nick Cage. That's true. And now we'll get to that. So. We're gonna talk about the Valley Man. Good episode, Stakeout. I. Uh, Definitely watch it. 
Uh, it's buy this show, spend all your dimes on this show. I liked living in this episode. I, we sat here and we watched it in silence and we just sat here like, hmm. And I was like, I feel like we're watching a full movie because it feels like it was well written. I I tell you, it's better than any movie I've seen last fucking year and a half. Oh yeah. And this show, this was like a three year old episode, something like that. This is March 9th of 2020. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Fantastic. Yeah, they're on. They just finished episode season six. This is season five. The last episode okay. of season five. So, fantastic. So long, citizens. Bye. Citizens of Wonderland, rejoice in the fact that we have covered another episode on the podcast. Go to liwstudios.com for more videos and podcasts. Subscribe to Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Search on Amazon for books by Richard Pierce. Until next time, and in the meantime, we are Phoenix West, Dick Dickett and Jansen Carlin. So long citizens. All hail our glorious leader. Shut off the fucking podcast now. There's no Jansen again. <laughs>